Welcome to Sensual Secrets, where we talk about how you can live in pleasure by embracing your feminine energy, finding and nurturing a deeply loving relationship and growing into the best version of yourself. My name is Lika Salis and I will be your host guiding you on this intimate journey of self-discovery. I hope you really enjoy and please subscribe. It would mean so much to me. Hello beautiful souls and welcome to a new episode of Sensual Secrets. Today I want to talk about intuition and how we can connect with our body to listen to our inner voice or inner wisdom because in doing that we can determine what is right and what is wrong and we can empower ourselves to make those judgments and act accordingly based upon what our body is telling us instead of the stories that our mind distracts us with. I will talk to you a bit about my personal experience and how it is that I want to talk about intuition. And then at the end of the episode, I will talk to you about how you can become more attuned to the signals of your body. And so how you can actually practice that muscle of following your intuition, listening to yourself, to your inner wisdom, your inner knowing and acting upon that in order for you to have a life that is more in alignment with yourself and with alignment with your values and whatever feels right to you. To start off with my personal experience, ever since the Vipassana meditation retreat that I've done, I have definitely felt more connected to the ethereal realms than to my own body. I haven't felt really grounded. And that is because the Buddhist teachings talk about leaving the human experience and how this experience is an illusion. And so I've been questioning my reality more and I haven't felt grounded in my body. Even though I felt so much inner peace, I felt calm, I have integrated beautiful teachings that I've learned in there, it was difficult for me to fully integrate this with still living in the human experience because yes we are all human and this is the life we live this is our reality so how do you integrate those concepts into being a human on planet earth and i noticed this ungroundedness a lot in how i was questioning the fabric of reality and especially the signals that my body was sending me that my period just didn't show up until i really took the time to ground in Mother Earth, go swimming, spend time in nature, was on the beach, relaxed and came back to my body, started listening to my body and started becoming more and more in tune with my body again. And then two days later, since I started doing that, my period magically arrived. (laughs) All of this together with meeting a lot of new people over the past month, going to different social events, going to festivals and coming in contact with so many new energies. That in combination with just coming out of the Vipassana, having all of this existential crisis kind of, it's been a lot, a lot to take in. And I think it's very important, especially in those moments, to have that tool to connect to your intuition, to your inner compass, to guide you 
in a certain direction so that you are ending up in circles that feel good to you, that are a match to you and how you want to live your life and to not end up distracted because you are distracted by the stories that your mind tells you instead of the instinctive wisdom of your body. So I've been meeting a lot of new people being surrounded by friends of friends in the setting that we are celebrating love. My mind immediately expected me to be in a safe environment. And so my mind was justifying more situations or behaviors of other people, of myself, because the environment that I'm in is supposed to be a loving environment. And so in evaluating my social context, I was gauging my own experience in regards to my friends and their judgments, their opinions, taking everything into account to form my own judgment. So taking in reasons or excuses or clarifications or stories, explanations in the mind and forming my judgment of what is right for me or wrong for me based upon that more than I would normally do being connected to my body and following my own inner wisdom. And so I have been questioning some of the feelings that arose, some of the sensations that arose and the signals of my body. And I've been overriding them with stories of the mind. And I've talked about this before, that we as human beings rationalize situations and social context and find excuses or find stories, find explanations to be cool with a certain situation. While in the animal world, the gazelle isn't thinking, oh, this lion must be nice, even though I kind of feel like he wants to eat me. Maybe he is a nice dude. Maybe I should trust him. And so I've been in a similar situation over the past month where my mind was telling me this is supposed to be a safe environment and it's all good. But I felt my body feeling unsafe. Feelings of unsettlement came up. Feelings of wanting to get out of there in certain situations with certain men. I felt predatory behavior, but it wasn't until after I took myself out of that situation that I could fully listen to my body. Because while I was in there, I was justifying this predatory vibe that I was getting with stories like, no, they're friends of friends. They have beautiful reviews from other friends. They've told me that they are a beautiful person. We're all celebrating love here. So everybody must be peace and love and I am safe. While the reality was that men there were hunting for women. And I've spoken with different women afterwards and they have had this exact same experience. So they also didn't feel safe, but they were also questioning their reality because the whole concept was friends of friends and celebrating love. We're all in this together. This is safe. So in my case, my mind formed a concept of reality based on my own rationalizations that I was also retrieving true opinions of other people's social context and also my past experiences. I've learned to open up so much more and to feel safe within myself, to feel safe in social context, to feel safe around men and to not close myself off from beautiful connections. Being able to have beautiful, deep connections with men without having a feeling of unsafety, without thinking or feeling that they actually want something more from me. 
And because of these past experiences, I was connecting this new environment with the environment that I was living in and thinking that they must also be beautiful, open souls who just want to hang out and chill and connect. And they don't expect anything more or they don't long for anything more other than a beautiful connection. And so I feel like in a way my mind had formed a concept of reality based on my previous experiences and social proof. But that can be so misleading because at the same time, my body was saying, mm, I don't feel completely comfortable here. And I was kind of overcoming that with the justifications of my mind. On the other hand, the body will never lie or mislead you. So when we truly learn how to listen to the body and its wisdom, it will always be there for you. It will always guide you in the right way because it's not influenced by anything else. The only problem is when the signals of the body start to be influenced by the stories of the mind. So you feel something and you're like, ah, oh, no, must be nothing, must be all right because this and this and this reason. When you sense a signal from your body, but it gets immediately influenced or tainted by stories or concepts of the mind, you don't know what is the truth anymore. You don't know how to act, what to follow. And so I think it's really important to grow in the sensitivity to those signals of the body and to picking them up as a truth as soon as they arrive before they get tainted by the mind. So how can we become more attuned to the signals of the body? How can we connect more with our intuition? Firstly, I believe it's super important to create space by practicing mindfulness. So to calm down your nervous system so that the noise in your body settles and you can listen more clearly. Because if your body is in overdrive and your nervous system is in overdrive, there's so much going on and the body is just distracted. There's so many inputs. You're already in a state of stress. So the signals that pop up might not be read correctly. That's why we want to reduce the noise and calm down the nervous system so that your body can actually tune in to what is happening from already being in a safe space and not coming from a stressed place. And you can simply calm down your nervous system by practicing deep abdominal breathing. And that means when you breathe in, you fully let your belly come out. And so you try to breathe with your diaphragm. And then when you exhale, you simply relax and slowly exhale through the mouth. And you try to elongate those deep abdominal breaths. And what it does is your diaphragm is going to massage your nervous vagus. And that is going to turn on your nervous system regulation to go into parasympathetic state, which means a relaxated state of the body. And when you just do this in a situation of stress, it really helps really quickly. Or when you do this throughout the day and you practice this, you're just generally calmer. And so you can make better judgments because you're not reacting out of a stress situation and reacting to an input in the moment. You give yourself the time to respond, to actually listen to whatever is coming up and then respond. So it gives you that fraction of a second to choose how you act according to the signals that you're getting instead of reacting. 
Because when you're in a state of stress, you're in a state of survival, you react as soon as you can because you are simply thinking of survival and getting out of there, fight or flight. And so your body is just on the go without actually processing what is coming in. Another thing that you can do to connect more with your intuition and your body is becoming more aware of the sensations in your body. And you can do this in regards of emotions or you can do this in regards of different sensations such as having belly pain from overeating, which yes, still happens to me. <laughs> But while being in that agony, I can still practice being aware of the sensations. So I can feel a sensation in my body. Is it an emotion or a physical sensation? I try to become more aware by going deep into that sensation and really analyzing and feeling and really being in that sensation with my attention. How does it feel? Is it pushing, pinching, throbbing, cramping, a stabbing feeling? Where exactly do I feel it in my body? Can I go deeply into that spot without having to label it or name it, but I'm just there with it? Is it moving around? Does it stay located in the same place? What is the intensity of it? And what happens when I keep my attention on it? And I'd love for you to try this yourself. Whenever you feel a sensation in your body, even if it's hunger, it's overeating, it's an emotion, you feel a disturbance, you feel happy, whatever it is, go into that sensation. And then what happens when you keep your attention fully on the sensation? I'd love for you to experience this and get back to me. <laughs> Next to that, what helps as well to be able to act accordingly to the signals that your body is telling you is to calm the mind through meditation you can start to observe the stories in your mind and you start to identify less with the stories of your mind. You can look at them from a distance and recognize them for what they are. And so when you calm down your mind or when you don't identify with those stories anymore, it can be that you feel a signal from your body and you notice that your mind is telling you a story related to that signal, related to that sensation. And then you're like, wait a second. I'm observing the story. I'm observing this, the, the explanation of it. Is this right? What did my body tell me? What was the sensation in my body? Am I just based upon previous experiences and social proof? creating a different reality that is not in alignment with what my body was trying to tell me. And so you give yourself that extra space, that mental space to analyze before you get lost in the story. You can simply start meditating five minutes a day, start observing your thoughts, let them arise and pass away. Just sit down whenever you have five minutes, even if it's just while you're waiting in the queue in a supermarket. Whatever five minutes you find throughout your day, you can practice meditation. You can practice mindfulness. You can be in that space or you can actually observe yourself. And all of these little bits adding up, they help. And then when you feel called to do so, you can sit yourself down and just simply be and meditate. 
and see what thoughts arise and see how they pass away again. You become the observer of all of these stories in your mind that this voice inside of your head is constantly talking to you about <laughs> and you stop identifying with it. And so that gives you a more objective standpoint to work from whenever there's body signals arising. You don't immediately go into the identification with the stories in your mind because you're aware that it's not you, it's the voice inside your head. And then lastly, to finish off, whenever you realize that you have been in a situation where you didn't follow your gut feeling, where you didn't follow your body signals, your body wisdom, and you stayed in that situation, it's really good for yourself to reflect on how come I stayed in this situation or environment while my body was telling me, this is not for you. What was affecting my decisions or what was blurring my visions? With which stories is my mind seducing me to stay in there? Have I acted on my gut feeling? Have I spoken up about the things that didn't feel good to me? Have I followed that feeling and honored that and taken myself out of these situations? And if I didn't, why not? What were your motives to stay in that situation? If it was, for example, in a situation with men, did you just enjoy that attention? And was it validating your ego? What were you gaining out of staying there? How come your mind seduced you to stay in that situation instead of following yourself? What did you win by that? What did you win by staying I hope this is really valuable for you to reconnect with your intuition more and more. And I really believe that it is a muscle that we practice. And so even though I've been practicing this muscle for a long time and it has helped me to move forward in a beautiful way, I feel like I just had an experience in which I took a step back, but I'm aware of it. I'm forgiving myself for it. It's okay. You can't be at your top game all the time see which factors influenced me, such as vipassana, social context, etc. And then learn from that experience and move on and keep practicing that muscle. Wherever you're at in the depth of connection with your intuition, practice from that moment, practice from that stage and know that whatever you practice, whatever you put energy in and effort in, it will grow. And I can assure you that truly magical things happen when you are living completely in connection to the wisdom of your body of your heart and when you follow that inner knowing and i'll leave it at that have a beautiful day